Hey, the True Girl Pajama Party Tour Bus is on the road. That's right. And you're invited to join us at one of our 32 tour stops across the nation. It's the most fun you and your daughter will ever have connecting with each other and with Jesus. Get your tickets for the Spring 2023 Tour at the link in our show notes or at mytruegirl.com. Welcome to the True Girl Momcast, where we'll learn a lot, laugh a lot, and have biblical conversation about raising daughters because the struggle is real. But guess what? You, my friend, are not alone. I'm one of your hosts, Janet Mylan. Two of my favorite humans, Shannon McKenzie and Dana Gresh, will join me in a minute. Do you want your daughter to know your story, but you're not sure how much you should share? Maybe you even carry a little bit of shame about your past. Well, lean in close because Shani's going to help us with all of that today as she challenges us from God's Word to share our glow stories. Also, on today's episode of the True Girl Momcast, Dana reveals the historic significance of shoulder pads. Find out why Shani has a grudge against radio DJs. And, well, let's say my inner 80s girl is alive and well. Let's dive in. All right, ladies, <laughs> we're going to go back. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. I, I have a question. What is one throwback item that you wish you could share or experience with your daughter today? So it could be like a throwback item or a throwback thing, but like, give me something. So Janet, okay. <laughs> I have a feeling Janet's going to have a I, whole bunch. One throwback item is impossible. So many things. <laughs> So many things. Clip-on feathers for my hair or my oh, belt loop. Oh, wow. Sticker wow. books. I wore wow. those. Matching books. your socks to your sweater with tight-rolled jeans. Mm. Wearing several swatch watches at one time. <laughs> Popped collars, big hair, fingerless gloves. Oh, my goodness. And, of course, an MTV that played actual music videos. Yes. <laughs> Is that too <laughs> that much? existed, man. Did we get too far? I mean, you can take the girl out of the 80s, but you can't take the 80s uh, out of the girl. I'm what can I say? I'm telling you. You're an I 80s love, girl. I love all of it. All of it. Is that um, by chance sitting next to you on the what is that watch there Uh-oh. it's a swatch i i have a swatch watch so yes. you, Shannon, you, you are really haven't let go. you're actually you're... living in the throwback <laughs> i live in the throwback <laughs> you have a leg warmers what's going on <laughs> next thing you know she's gonna have her tight rolled jeans with matching socks you know what <laughs> they say that it's safe my comes nephew back. does that he tight rolls his shoes yeah. coming and back he's cool. all those styles yeah. come back <laughs> well i gotta say um my throwback dream came true oh. this past year because my I loved padded shoulders. Oh, I loved them yeah. in the yeah. 89, 80s and 90s. Yeah. And I mean, they just made you look so tiny and everything. Mm-hmm. And guys, this morning, I actually looked it up because I wanted to know, like, when did that, did it really start in the 80s? It actually started like ancient times mm-hmm. people would wear shoulder pads during war times to make themselves look big um, and scary to their of to course their, dana gresh found this enemy. information I, uh, and what, oh you know gosh. what you know what my thought was what? what were we fighting in the 80s what were we fighting, <laughs> what were we afraid of? We were fighting fashion in we the 80s fighting. <laughs> but last oh, wow. last fall mm-hmm. my beautiful daughter lexi walked into my house in a blazer with, with shoulder sh- pads. Uh, I was I like, I you could have it? sung the doxology oh my right there. <laughs> the doxology. Yes. Praise God from whom all shoulder pads flow. <laughs> you know, when you said about the soldiers, my first oh thought, because I just went way back ancient, was yeah. that they're putting rocks on their shoulders <laughs> <laughs> to their shoulder pads. What is going on? <laughs> 
it's like that's it's a not mental right. psychological war game. It's amazing. It's uh, true. When I have yeah. like my blazer on with shoulder pads, mm-hmm. I feel a special kind of way. I like a good yeah. Nepal. Nepal. I like those. What? Mm-hmm. You didn't. And you have the on the shoulders mm-hmm. like the little like the Captain Crunch thingy? situations. The yeah. Captain Crunch. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Do you have a throwback item? You wish I do. Not an item. Okay. So I don't know if you guys did this, but. We used to like listen to the radio. We would keep a cassette tape. Yes, girls, if you're listening to this with your mother, a cassette tape is something she will explain to you. Just show her a picture. Google it. Um, we put the cassette in the radio and we'd wait for our favorite song to come on and we'd press record. Yeah. yeah. And oh. it like it takes patience, mm-hmm. stick to mm-hmm. like this whole, mm-hmm. I mean, delayed gratification because sometimes the radio DJ will come back on and yeah. you're like, well, he's just talking over the end yeah. of that song. It's the worst. And so then you that need to go so again. and so. I'm like, no. no we know it was Whitney Houston. Don't tell us. Thank you. Right. I can't make my mixtape now. Are we talking now. about a mixtape? Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying, Dana. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know my husband had a mixtape? Oh. Mm-hmm. Is that when how we were dating in college? Listen. And I didn't find out till way down the road that he started it with his first girlfriend and Uh-oh. just kept adding songs. Ooh, Bob Garish. But you got the better songs. Yeah. Yeah. Through the girlfriends mixtape. I got Amy Grant and Peter Cetera next time I fall oh, in love. that's a great oh. song. Oh, gosh. That's so sweet. It's better than us singing Sandy Patty in the office. Um, <laughs> Very nice. Well, it is always wonderful to take a trip down memory lane. Yeah. Um, but today... I want to talk about how we share our stories. Like our throwback (laughs) is how we tell the next generation Mm. about God's goodness. And as mothers, it is our responsibility to do so. Not just because we're supposed to, it's because God tells us Mm. we're supposed to, right? And so that's going to be what my scripture snack is about today. Now, there was an old adage I used to hear when I was growing up, and I don't know if you guys have ever heard anything to this effect, but it was, tell some, save some. Hmm. Yeah. No, no. I hear it a lot. Do do explain. (laughs) It's what the elders would say when someone younger asked them a personal question that they didn't want to answer. And usually because it would have exposed something sinful from their past. Hmm. And when it came to telling of God's goodness and deliverance in general, they were all over it. You know, praise the Lord and God is awesome. But the what and how of their God stories would be vague at best, right? And as a young person, that conveyed to me that there was shame in telling the specifics of your God story. Hmm. And there's a book I'm reading right now about allowing room for God's grace and The author has a quote, um, and it's something that she believes God was saying to her. And this is just part of the quote. And it says, I get to use you. This is God speaking. I get to use you to make much of me if I want to. Even if you don't feel the approval or favor you think you need, you don't need to be good enough. Mm. I wonder how much the elders really could grab a hold of that, that it was God's grace that worked through them. So telling the specifics of your story is where the freedom is. Janet, can you read Revelations twelve eleven for me? Sure, since I am the sunshine of your life. Yes. Nothing would give me greater joy. <laughs> now she receives it. <laughs> Revelation, Revelations 12, 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. Hmm. So according to the word, when we tell of the goodness of God in our lives, 
We overcome the enemy. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> That's good. So how do we share how God has made us overcome, how he's made us victorious without actually sharing our stories, sharing like specifically what he's done? And who are we sharing those stories with? Mm-hmm. Dana, I, I want you to read Psalm 145 and 4. What does that say about sharing our testimonies? It says, let each generation tell its children of your mighty acts. Let them proclaim your power. So moms, basically God is telling us it's our duty (laughs) as parents and older believers to tell the next generation about all he has done historically and in our own lives. But it's not just to tell it, it's to communicate it with zeal. That's what proclaim means. Wow. Like, there's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. God wants us to shout it from the mountaintops, to proclaim our freedom story. And when it comes to our children, they're at different ages, they're different stages, right? So there will be things we tell one in more depth than the other. But God still wants us to share our story. A few months ago, we surveyed the girls who received the subscription box. Um, and we wanted to hear about some future topics they'd like to see. And do you know what one of their top topics were? What was one of their top answers? It was hearing their mom's story, mm-hmm. knowing her testimony. Mm-hmm. I love that. This is what the girls mm-hmm. were telling us. They want to hear how you overcame, mom, so they can be assured they can overcome too. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I was an adult that I was encouraged to be transparent about my testimony. Mm. Yeah. Dana... Janet, when did you first start sharing your God stories? I think for me, um, it probably it started happening pretty early on because my kids are being raised in a, in a very similar way to how I was raised. So Christian parents, active in church, youth group, all those things. So I saw mm-hmm. early on their temptation to think this makes me a Christian. Like that thing mm-hmm. I say when we do uh, the pajama party tour and I say, that quote from Keith Green, going to church doesn't make you a Christian right. any more than going to McDonald's makes you a hamburger. Mm-hmm. And I wanted my kids to know that really early on because that was kind of how I thought too when I was their age. So right. I wanted them to know that as soon as possible, be- that it's not about all those things they're doing mm-hmm. that makes them a Christian. It's a matter of their heart and a matter of their choice and how they live. So, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah. for me, something uh, forced my hand. I when you were teaching, you're on fire today a little bit, Shani. You mm. are on fire. You need to stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> this topic wow. is really actually I'm just something like, wow, yeah, this is speaking to me. to me. And when you talk about mm. the elders, tell some, save some, mm-hmm. like that wasn't something that was said in our church, but I think the mm-hmm. same thing was being conveyed to me that there was shame in telling the specifics of my God story. So I didn't really mm. tell the specifics of my God story until I got to a certain point of healing when I was a a pretty young mom. And out of that grew this ministry because I started wow. sharing, you know, the mistakes I made and how God rescued me from that and mm-hmm. redeemed my life. And one of them, of course, one of the stories that I have to tell is that I was, you know, I am, have been in my past a sexual sinner mm-hmm. as a teenager. God rescued my heart from that, but not really until after I was married. And mm-hmm. so I wrote a book about it and something unique forced my hand about that time to start talking to my kids. My first book was out. It was the story of this redemption. My son, Robbie, was in seventh or eighth grade and people in our circle were abuzz with this book. And some mm-hmm. of the girls in his class were going to read 
my story, my redemption story, which was awesome. I wanted them to, but suddenly I realized, Robbie doesn't know my redemption story. So I took Mm. him to the deli, which is this local restaurant, state college. I ordered him a killer cookie, which is really just like love language of every seventh grade boy. It's a hot chocolate chip cookie with ice cream on it. You're going to need it. That's right. Exactly. And the first line I said to him was, Robbie, I brought you here tonight because I want to tell you why I love Jesus so much. Mm-hmm. And then I just told him. And yeah. true as a teenage boy, he just kept down in that killer cookie while he listened. And I thought, is he hearing what I'm right. saying? Mm-hmm. Like he knows I teach about <laughs> sexual purity. Like he knows that part. Um, and finally I said, Robbie, I don't, I need to like just, Get a pulse on what's going through your head. And he goes, well, that's easy. And I was like, what? And he said, mom, that's why Jesus died for you. Mm. And I'm telling you right here, <laughs> tears. I'm He's crying. He's like, what? What? Was that wrong? Was I doing something wrong? I'm like, no, he said everything right. Yeah, like, like, that's sweetie. it. Here's another cookie. I'm out. Yes. Another cookie. And I mean, that was kind of a yeah. one generation tells the next moment. Again. You know, yeah. with my kid, one of my one of my first, one of my sweetest. Goodness. Yeah. And Robbie, he knew the heart of it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. and that's exactly it. It's it's a heart matter. It's a choice. That means your children have their own experience with God. They have their their own story. Like yeah. Robbie knew God was crafting his story, but he was able to hear your redemption mm-hmm. story. Yeah. And as parents, we have that awesome responsibility, but it's also an awesome privilege to model that for them. I shared much of my testimony with both my daughters. And some things I shared with my oldest, I found out soon after that my younger daughter needed to hear because of things she was going through. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was almost like, I mean, it was a sit down moment as well. You know, my husband and I actually took my oldest daughter out um, and we just walked her through our testimony, you know, like, the sin that we had both, you know, been delivered from and you know, there was pornography, there were everything. And yeah. we talked about it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and what God did through that in terms of showing us what our younger daughter needed <laughs> was truly, it was truly the Holy Spirit, you know, because we thought, well, you know, she's too young to hear, you know, some of this stuff. Um, but he opened up that conversation and he, mm. he showed us what we needed to share. And it was exactly what she needed at that time, even mm-hmm. though they're three years apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so hearing what God had delivered me from with my younger daughter, especially has empowered her to keep her struggles in the light. Mm. And it's not just because I can relate, but because she knows that God redeemed me And he can do the same for her. And he has done the same for her. So even though our stories are all different, they all speak of God's redemption Mm. and God's power. Mm -hmm. And there are mighty acts that God wants us to remember and not just remember in our heads. He wants us to proclaim them. Mom, your freedom story can help set others free, Mm. starting with your children. And your daughters will share it with their children. And then you bring the other godly women in your family or in your lives into the mix as well. Remember, our testimonies aren't just about us rattling off all the things we've done and been through. You know, sometimes we do that and, you know, it becomes almost like a badge of honor, you know, like, 
I lived through this and I, you know, mm-hmm. did all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it almost like glorifies the sin or glorifies the thing, but it's about what God has done and how he's used those things to show his power and his goodness. Mm-hmm. So share your glow story, mama. Mm. Share your glow story. Don't be afraid to share it. Your daughters are yearning. They're asking to hear it and they need to hear it. Yeah. Mm. Glow for Jesus. You know, I can't help but think there's probably a mom sitting there who's going, ah, where do I start? (laughs) This is scary. Um, It was scary for me that Mm -hmm. day at the deli when I was sharing things with Robbie. Mm -hmm. Um, How do we get started? Mm. How do we get started? So that it feels safe and that it is safe for our kids. Because our kids mm-hmm. are not our place of healing. Yes. That's something I really want to say. Right. Our kids are not our place of healing. Robbie heard about as much as you just heard of my story that day. He did not hear details mm-hmm. because I didn't need healed from him. Right. I needed mm-hmm. to impart the work that God had done in redeeming me mm-hmm. to my child. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Shani, I am so excited about the book you wrote that's in the mm. True Girl subscription box this month yeah, because it's a tool that gives mm. moms something to use as they mm. share their story. And for me as a mom, when I didn't know where to start, when I was getting started with how to share my story, I loved tools because mm-hmm. it just made me feel secure. So could you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Well, the Glow and Tell Generational Journal is an opportunity for moms and daughters to write their stories and share their stories, but it also gives the opportunity to share it through the generations. So you can send it to your aunt (laughs) who lives in Kansas, you know, and she can shoot it back or you guys can video chat about it. And there's um, a section in there for you to share with your girlfriends and they can write down their glow stories. There is a section in there so you can um, share salvation (laughs) like with someone Mm -hmm. else. Um, And it just gives the prompts, the questions you can ask one another. Um, What were your favorite things, mom? Did you have favorite scriptures growing up? You know, because some of us didn't grow up, you know, with salvation stories, yeah. you know, so. But you might say, well, well I your remember story? that this one person always said, yes. you know, it was, it was just a fun way to go down memory road. And maybe I this isn't is. the tool you need, mm-hmm. but um, we're excited mm-hmm. to be sending it to our subscribers. Find a tool. If you're intimidated, yeah. is I guess what I'm saying, because tools were really important for mm-hmm. me as I was developing this skill. Gave yeah. me courage. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like one thing that might, well, I have two things that come to mind. One thing that might be helpful is maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I've never shared my story really with anybody. Mm. <laughs> you know, maybe you're not That's in a space true. where you've ever really done that. Mm-hmm. So grab a trusted friend. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. Right. Um, and just like. Tell your story to that Mm -hmm. friend and let them hear your words. Let yourself hear the words of your own story. And I think Mm -hmm. that'll be great. It's not, it maybe sounds dorky to practice, but Mm -hmm. it's okay to practice, especially if you feel layers of shame like you were talking about Mm -hmm. and you just, you know, want to work through that a little bit. It's great to hear your your own story come out of your own mouth, maybe before you tell your daughter Mm -hmm. (laughs) and have a friend kind of help you through that. Um, but I'm, mm-hmm. I'm always going back to, cause I just believe the Holy Spirit partners with us in yes. our parenting yes. and I'm always, always going back to ask the Lord, Lord, what does my daughter need to know about my story right now? Mm-hmm. What does she need to know about my story right yeah. now? And I find that when I, my kids look like they're struggling to know if they're normal or not, like, are they okay? That's when a lot of my story comes into play. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. There's, there's That's times good. when they, they're, they're 
feeling a certain way or thinking a certain thing. And I can see this angst in them that's like, am I okay to feel this way? Am I okay to question this? And a lot of times a piece of my story will come out at that point to say, hey, I felt that way Mm -hmm. when I was your age. This is how I dealt with it. That's how I felt too. And they're like, oh, okay, mom felt that way once, so maybe I'm okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that can be a really um, a great indicator. But Mm -hmm. just asking the Lord, what does she Mm -hmm. need to know? What does she need to know? And you know what? I think it can be different. Like you're saying, mm-hmm. you told Carice something. It wasn't you know, too far yeah. after that that Sarai needed to know it too. Mm-hmm. And each kid has different needs Absolutely. of your story at different mm-hmm. times. And the Spirit is going to lead you to know that. I, I'm, this story is rising up in my spirit right now. I've just got to tell it. But um, our third child is actually chronologically by age. Our second child, Autumn, was adopted from China. And we adopted her mm-hmm. when she was 13, almost 14. And she didn't know English. So... It was maybe a year and a half till we could have much of a conversation about anything beyond Mm -hmm. I'm hungry or I'm tired. (laughs) Um, And it was about that time, and the language legs were still weak, (laughs) that she came home really sullen one day and crawled into bed. And it wasn't like her because she's very just responsible and goes through life matter-of-factly. And I didn't really know what to do because I didn't know her well enough yet. But mm-hmm. I went downstairs. I remember I was standing at the pantry unpacking some groceries. I was just like, God, I don't know what to do. This isn't normal behavior for her. So something's wrong, but I don't know how to read it. Can you help me? And I had this, I mean, it was like, God was like, go tell your story. And I was like, my story, that's like a lot. You know, my story is a lot, Jesus. <laughs> like, go tell, like, we hardly have language skills yet. Right. And so I went up, I crawled in the bed, the little twin bed next to her. And I said, hey, you seem like you're having kind of a rough day. Yes. I want to tell you about a rough time in my life. And I told her kind of what I told Robbie. Mm. Do you know she was sitting in that bed wrestling with something from her past that she needed mm-hmm. to hear that story then, that day, mm-hmm. in the way that it unfolded. And I couldn't have yeah. ever done that without the Holy Spirit. I would have just mm-hmm. unpacked the groceries. Um, but right. check in with him. He knows your child better than you know your child. And he knows what they need when they need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Janie, thanks so much for this teaching. I think when Dana said you're on mm-hmm. fire, like mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a strength of you. This mm. whole teaching. <laughs> uh, I see your life and the grace and the strength in it. And you have Lord. such authority to mm. share this teaching. And I'm really, really grateful for it. Thank you, God. Thank you. So, you know, Janet, when you were talking about tell a girlfriend first, like practice, that that I can't help but think about my book that's out this month, Happily Even After, Let God Redeem Your Marriage. It's the story of my husband and I battling pornography and lust together. Uh, his problem with pornography and loss, deeply painful for me. And there was so much shame. It, it was a thing that I wanted to crawl in a hole and just run away from Christian community. But what I have discovered is that as I have told one girlfriend, hey, this is my story. And then not only does the Lord use it in her life, but then he encourages me that it's not scary and I didn't die from telling my shameful story that then I tell another girlfriend, then I tell a small group and hardly any of us get to this point, but the Lord's asked me to write that book. My husband and I shared our story one time in public and women lined up for three hours because they wanted hope. 
that their marriage could be well, that their husband could stop using pornography. And my husband looked at me after that day and said, this book has to be written. We have to tell our story. God has redeemed us. And the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So we're going to do that. So we wrote this book, Happily Even After, Let God Redeem Your Marriage. I'm telling you today, and I'm still practicing how I tell the story. On March 20th, we're inviting you and your husband to really kind of a intimate experience with my husband and I and Pete Kuyper, my therapist, our marriage therapist of Crossroads Counseling of the Rockies, will be there to provide you with free advice and understanding to overcome the problem of pornography together. Bob and I are going to share some of our story. Again, I think we're still in the practice stage. We don't know exactly how to do it, but we do want to tell our story so that we can pass on the hope and the redemption that we've experienced in our life. The date is March 20th. Mark your calendar. There's going to be a link in the show notes for where you can register today. Oh my goodness. The True Girl Glow and Tell subscription box for March is the coolest and it's all about sharing your stories. That's right. As per usual, you'll receive the monthly Devo's book, the mom and daughter date plan, memory verse cards, and coloring meditation page. And my girl Shani has written a Glow and Tell generational journal. This will be an incredible blessing to you and your daughter. You can pass it back and forth or just sit down together and fill it in as you reminisce and give God glory. Then you'll have the chance to ask other women in your family about their stories using prompts from the Glow and Tell generational conversation cards. The Glow and Tell box also includes a vintage roller skate charm to add to your daughter's charm bracelet, which truth be told, I can't roller skate, but I would love that charm. A True Girl Rubik's Cube Glow in the Dark Nido, and you'll get a kick out of this trip down memory lane because Pop Rocks and Pixie Sticks are making their way into this box. As an 80s girl, I love this box. You will too. Subscribe today because we're shipping the True Girl Glow and Tell box while supplies last. Go to mytruegirl.com slash subscription. Next month on the True Girl Momcast, we're going to cover a topic on the hearts and minds of many moms, just like you, how to talk to your daughter about gender. I'm going to be providing this scriptural snack, and I can't wait to share my thoughts and my heart with you. You want to tune in and send it to your friends.